Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be discussing this week, my friend? Ryan, with Halloween right around the corner, it's only natural we get into the worst Halloween candy of all time. Oh, wow. And unfortunately, serial killers are alive and well. More on that later. What about you, Ryan? Great news for podcasts. Tyler, this week I get into the hyper-sexual ancient civilization that everybody has heard of and what have those crazy Jewish people done to Kanye this time? We find <laughs> out on this week's show. Glitter. The herpes of the arts and crafts world, Tyler. Yeah. I didn't invent that. I'm just using it because I like to say something shocking up front. But nonetheless, glitter. Are you familiar with its work? Yeah. Yeah, it is basically getting like sand from the beach. Sure. Once you have it, it never goes away. It is one of the main reasons why I don't go to the beach. Um, not only does it take up your whole day when you could just go to the pool, but also that sand is now a part of you. It's like a third leg. It has moved into your car and it will go nowhere. God, I pushed my face up against one stripper's butt and all of a sudden I got glitter on my face for years. That is what I was thinking. I'm wondering if God put glitter on this planet so that you can't lie about going to the strip club. Is that possible? How about strippers do everybody a solid and stop using glitter? That is what I was thinking while I was writing this down is do you think that there are strippers out there who avoid glitter uh, so they don't have this problem for their clientele? You know what? We can review. We can review. And if I'm we need boots on the ground journalism, I am there for you, buddy. Tyler, I'm already busy doing that back booth of the porn store thing. I can't do the stripper thing. You I'm got, spinning too many plates. You got me stretched out too far. Wait. Nonetheless, Tyler, have you noticed that my life and therefore your life is covered in glitter right now? Have you noticed that there are glitter deposits all around the house? I don't understand it. I walked upstairs and had three little pieces of glitter on me and just stared at them as if a a troll or, or an orc had just moved into my home and made it their, their swamp. I'm pretty sure this is how people felt when the Black Plague started <laughs> spreading across the countryside. Oh, no. You look down and you see the shining, <laughs> shimmering sequence, and you're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. I got to stay away from my family. I was going to say, then your family cuts you out. Quarantine, quarantine. <laughs> uh, and do you know why this... Glitter is everywhere. I'm assuming it's because your girlfriend, Nicole, <laughs> is making her Halloween yes. costume. Yes. Yep. She's done this to the household. A pox on, on you and your family. Get and a herpes to the household, bring Ryan. Out the, bring out your dad. <laughs> bring out your dad. My name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Salutations, my Haitians, and welcome to another episode. Tyler, my man, what's going on with you this week, brother? How you doing? Good, man. Good. Just, uh, I'm good. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's great. I yeah. appreciate you putting your thoughts together there and really kicking it in there for the show. Yeah. Tyler, I, I get, this is, this is a shameful show for me on this, on this show. Very often we talk about mental health. We, we play around with it. We poke fun at it mm -hmm. and we try to stay away from shame. Why do you think that is? 
You mean talking about shame on our program? No, we're, we're trying to, I think, kind of as our mission on this show and off this show is rid ourselves of the shame that we have as humans. Uh, do you think that that is just a, a human function? Shame, does everybody have it? Mm -hmm. It's more in some people than others, of course, but do you think that there's a, a human function to shame? Absolutely. I think it's a very important tool that... I would say pretty much everybody possesses. Maybe there's a few individuals out there that don't. Sociopaths? Yeah, sociopaths. You know, people who can't feel empathy, which is literally def the definition of sociopaths. I got that. I... <laughs> No, got, no, I, no, you don't. I got that. I have, I have seen you feel bad. I've before. learned how to fake it, Tyler. Sure, you're my number one prey. Sure. Oh wow, that's disheartening to hear. But I, yes, I think shame plays a very important role in our lives. It is just important to learn how to uh, experience that shame and then let it go. Where so many of us, the majority of us, hold on to that shame. Sure, and, and keep it as like a rule inside of us. And you. Build your personality around it. Your Correct. defense mechanisms are built on this core value of something that you just don't want anybody to know. So and it's and it's not real, guys. It's not real. Stop dimming yourselves for other fucking people out there. All right, Tyler. Now I'm glad that you said all of that because I have a lot of shame on the show. I have multiple shameful admissions, and that's our our segment where we get things off our chest. And I, let's just let's just get to it. I'm going to do them one at a time. So, shameful admission. Now, Tyler, do you have a shameful admission? I do. Okay, you go first, and 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 please don't blaze my eyebrows off. No, this one is actually really serious, um, but it's actually not that bad. My shameful admission for session 140 is my inability, or seemingly inability to keep and hold eye contact with others. It really, I really, really struggle with it. It's a really- We're doing it right now. Unconscious way. I, I can do it with you. Uh, oh. not, when you not when you look at me like that. Your eyebrows, your eyebrows are way too just, high up. Just my face, Tyler. <laughs> just my face. I'm sorry about that. And yeah, and my inability to hold eye contact, you know, like with people on the street or strangers or anything like that. It's a real- um, emotional hang-up that I have, and it's something that I work on every day. Oh, this isn't day. funny at all, Tyler. Shameful admission, Ryan. <laughs> now, why do you think that is? It's Do you think it's your relationship with yourself is what I would think? Yeah, I yeah. mean, absolutely. I mean, you could pretty much count that as every reason we do anything shameful is our relationship with ourselves. But yeah, I need to get better at just, like, I, I always think to myself, oh, I'm inconveniencing someone. If I have to ask a question or if I have sure. to, you know, make a phone call, oh, I'm really inconveniencing this I, I think that comes down to like I'm not important enough to stop this person and what they're doing and I don't think that's shameful I think that's uh aware I think that's you're you're, sure. you're aware of an issue in your life and you're working on sure, it sure but I, I do have shame and it also extends it's I'll make it a twofer it also extends itself into human touch I struggle with 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 human connection on the physical sense not even sexual sure. just just making physical contact Giving someone with a hug putting your arm around someone exactly exactly or a little pinch in the gooch if just the gooch, <laughs> you know, what is the gooch? The gooch is your taint. Me and my friends have a weird secret handshake. I was giving you a, re a way out, man. What do you you're, mean? You're just walking around pinching taint. You, you've never given somebody a scooch in the cooch? Not the cooch. <laughs> excuse, me, excuse me. I'm slowly turning into Trump here. <laughs> just grab him by the gooch. <laughs> It's his locker room talk. Sure, sure. What's the problem? We're highly jocular here. You know that. So yeah, so I even even when somebody will put their hand on my arm or something like that in a loving way, it sends like electrical sure. 
uh, pulses through my skin and it hurts. And it's something that I'm actively working on. But for those of you who, who out there who may be like me, um, just know that it is a daily process and don't be too tough on yourself. There you go. Now, mine is actually shameful, okay? This is true. Yours is whatever. I'm allowed to feel shame about this. I had this. no idea what the fuck you were talking about. I'm like, dude, when is my turn to talk? Here we are. We got. We made it, everyone. I think that that's your thought process every time I speak. You're doing it again, Doug. No, but but I don't think you should be ashamed. I think you being ashamed of what you just described is the opposite of what you want to do. You shouldn't be ashamed of that. You're working on it. Which You're doing is, a great job. But but wait, 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 wait. Just so we can, and again, this isn't funny. Just so we can clarify, you can't say you shouldn't feel shame about that. It's a progress. It's a work in progress. Fine, and, shame. and the work of that prog in that progress is feeling less and less shame over time. It's not you either feel shame or you don't. Just do it now, Tyler. Stop wasting your time. This make, is this is going well. Make the decision to do it. This is going well. Now let me show you how shame really works, okay? <laughs> Please. So let me show you how shame is. Done. I bend at the knee. Have you seen the movie Don't Look Up? This is totally real. I believe you. I have I have not seen the movie. Okay, but you're familiar with what I'm talking Leonardo about. Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, where the there's a meteor about to crash down on Earth. Sure. And nobody will take the scientists seriously. Correct. Yes. It's a metaphor, analogy, or just a straight up story about what's happening in the world. I was gonna say it's a nonfiction at this point. Yes. Now, I watched that movie. Here's my shameful admission. I saw Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie. Yeah. It's male sex symbol, icon still. I mean, one of the greatest actors at the very least of my time. Is he still a sex symbol? Now that is the question because here is my shameful admission. As I watched that movie, <laughs> oh, I just thought. Oh, no. I outlasted Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> I beat him. But you guys aren't the same age. Oh, we're roughly the same age. <laughs> How old is he? Uh, I believe he's in his mid-40s. Okay. We, we can review. I'll all tell right. you roughly. I'm 40. He's in his mid-40s. I hear that, and all I'm thinking is that cliff is coming for you soon. Well, You're right gonna now, fall right off. at this moment, at this very moment, not only am I a better basketball player than Kobe Bryant. <laughs> Whoa! What? That's technically true, but still. I did that on a can I say this. You said it was cool. And still allowed to say whoa. I outlasted Leo. That's shameful. I I, I, well, I I was ashamed that that was the thought in my head. Like, oh, this guy's a sex symbol. Look, I win this round, Leo. You had me in all the other rounds. I win this round. First of all, I, think, I don't feel good about that. First of all, I think he still wins. Second of yeah, all, yeah, outlasting Kobe and outlasting Leonardo DiCaprio are two totally different things. I regret bringing Kobe into this. Why I, did I, you? I, you know what? It's a shocking joke. And I can't help but be outrageous when I'm behind this microphone. I I, I feel bad for his family and for everyone else. I, I laugh, so I <laughs> for everybody else. That is really covering your bases. That's my shameful admission. All right, Tyler, we're going to do the depression index here because I just got to... I, I, I genuinely am... I feel bad that that is my mindset, that I'm so vain like that. You know what I mean? But at least you are aware of it. Thank you. What the depression index is, is a machine that I built. Leonardo DiCaprio didn't show up to help out at all. <laughs> and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. This is basically where we, well, I guess we've already been doing this, but we kind of talk about our mental health, where we're at this week. And then you decide, do I want to be part of this shit? The answer is probably no. Yeah. Tyler. And if you haven't left already, then uh, chances are you're sticking with us for the long haul. You're sewed to your phone. Tyler, what do you have going on this week in your mind, Tyler, in your medulla oblongata? Well, Ryan, I'm going to keep it short and sweet for session 140 depression index. My, I, and I've done this before. I'm just going to say it again. This is your weekly reminder to get some sleep. Sleep. Big deal. Is right there with water, guys. It's just yeah. underwater because water, you'll die in three days without it. But sleep is so unbelievably important, not just to heal from the daily grind, but to refresh our brain and to just get us ready for the next day. If you 
meet anybody who uses I'll sleep when I'm dead, grind culture, all of these different things. And for reasons why they put themselves figuratively through the grinder. Um, I just, I cannot argue against that enough. It's great to work hard and do your best, but sleep and relaxation, personal time, R and R so important everybody now could i knock out that sleep and that water thing all at once by getting a water bed would that help would that help tyler i want to help you it honestly looks like the worst night of sleep you ever got never slept on a water bed neither and I. I hope to keep it that way <laughs> yeah, exactly it looks terrible you would have to take dramamine <laughs> before you go to sleep and honestly with a regular mattress that thing falls apart you throw it away your waterbed falls apart you got a flood in your bedroom that's no not thank true you empty it out like one of those orange gatorade coolers <laughs> you just let it go out the window until it's ready to stop i thought you meant at the end of a football game ryan this week <laughs> you uh, killed him <laughs> ryan this week i am at a neutral five Spin it, brother. one two three four five tyler's sitting on the emotional fence you know it. it's sad really <laughs> what i don't know tyler i just say words <laughs> I just say words. None of them mean anything. I wish you would think more clearly about the words you're going to use. No. <laughs> Tyler, gay it up. This week, I had something that just kind of popped out in my mind. I, The notes that I keep for the show are just like a stream of consciousness to some, sure. to some effect, where I'm just, something comes into my mind, I write it down. It's like bullet points. Exactly Things right. you want to hit, but you don't know exactly where you're going to go. Later on, could I turn this into something? Generally, the answer is no, but I try <laughs> my damnedest, Tyler. <laughs> so this week, I had a quote pop into my mind, and I tried to Google it. Like, it's hard to Google something like that because you have, you know, disjointed parts that you're trying to. So I couldn't really find who said this. Maybe nobody said it. Maybe mm. my subconscious said it. See if you recognize it. I hope that one day you achieve all of your wildest dreams. That way you can see how deeply unfulfilling that is. When, mm. when I say that to you, what do you think of? Well, the immediately the first thing that comes into my mind is I would never wish even on my mortal enemy that they get everything that they ever want. By the time they're 30, I'd say. Just <laughs> just just collect it all and then it's just a free fall into meth. I'm telling I'm telling you, yeah. it, it's to if you if we were to get everything we ever wanted, it would be hell on earth for us. Well, I spent only about 35 years of my life devoted to hedonism and feeling good and following up on what makes Ryan happy. You look great. Thank you. <laughs> I am rotting inside, Tyler. The outside, wonderful. Oh my God, Tyler. I just had a new coat of shellac put on. I had myself pressure cleaned. But inside, it just, like a child star, where your whole life is devoted to pleasing yourself and everybody around you is a yes man. Mm. There's something that I'm attracted to by these people who reach the upper echelons of fame, of celebrity, uh, in their own occupation, and it's empty. I, I remember you telling a story about some guy who was like a day trader or a stock, uh, forgive me, I don't know money terms. That's all right. And then he took all that money and he went and became like a missionary somewhere in the world. Oh, He's sure. like, I received everything that I wanted and it means nothing to me. And that just lends itself to the idea that there's something outside of what we're dealing with on this physical world that we're drawn to. And, and hopefully you get everything in your life that you could possibly ever imagine. And it doesn't mean shit to you mm -hmm. so that you can then search for something bigger. Hopefully in your life, you complete that cycle so that you can realize that's not what it is. Yep. And also, and buying and very well said, and you 
from buying uh, different things that we don't need to doing drugs, to drinking alcohol, to all of these different things are just chasing highs. Partners, partners. If I get this next partner, I will be happy. Like yep. I need somebody to take care of me. And then, but, but all of those problems are never filled by that next bag of weed, by that next pair of shoes, by that girl that you've wanted to go out with. You know what I mean? It, or boy or in between. But, well, well, man. Stop yelling at me. Stop saying boy, man. It's weird that you said boy. Good point. The, the young lad that you want to date. <laughs> we'll edit, we'll edit buy, a, buy a nursery. I don't care. Jesus. So, so we will. What? what? Always back to that. <laughs> what is your deal? It's just the most shocking of things. It's the reason Nazis always come up. You know what I mean? Yeah, they really have been coming up a lot lately. <laughs> haven't they? This week, I am at a three. One, two, three. Spin that thing. I got a lot going on in my life, but for the first time that I can recall, I'm really being there for myself. I'm I'm truly backing myself up. And dude, you know what I just recognized? Apropos of everything, I guess, that we're talking about. You know what I really had a problem with? And I did not know that until recently. Hmm. Looking, I'm I'm sure we'll cut this out because I think this is another shameful admission. Myself in the eyes, in the mirror, Ah. maintaining eye contact with myself in a long, meaningful way. Mm. I know that sounds crazy, Mm. but I've recognized very recently that's something that I try to avoid. And uh, that's too vulnerable. We'll cut that. No, that's so good. And I'm just thinking about it because I'm wondering, I don't think I've ever tried. I don't think it's something I've ever put thought behind. All right, Tyler, I was saying affirmations to myself. I was telling oh, myself that I love myself. Good okay? for you. And then, and then the reflection said he just wanted to be friends, and I haven't <laughs> talked to him since. No, bro, like, bro, you're coming on a little strong. Why did I say that? <laughs> I had been drinking. It just wasn't the right time. Now, Tyler, I told you this is a show of shame. He still hasn't called me back. <laughs> Whatever. You're ugly anyway. <laughs> so uh, this is a show of shame. And uh, this, this part, remember last week I did Cool History? Sure. So- I felt like the music didn't really work. I looked up different music. I'm just straight up stealing this from a YouTube channel. I, okay. I just loved it. It just worked for me. Sure. It was more cool history than cool history. And, and I just, I want to tell you a little story while I steal. I'm, I'm filled with shame. You ready? Sure. Here we go. Cool history. Now, Tyler, I told you earlier that we were going to talk about Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak. Are you familiar with those two guys? Correct. Yes. Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, they are the original founders of Apple. That is exactly right. Mm -hmm. Now I'm going to ask you about a third name. Do you know the name Ronald Wayne? I do not know that. Ronald Wayne, the third founder of Apple. Is he the Pete Best of Apple where they kicked him out right before it exploded like the Beatles did to the drummer? I'm really glad that you said that because all of this information, not only did I steal from a stuff you should know. (laughs) Are you just stealing everything? It's the stuff that you should know that came out today, Tyler. Oh my God. I need to get an old one. I'm just telling you their podcast on our podcast. (laughs) But it was a great story. I had to tell it. It's stuff you should know, just worse. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff you don't want to know. So they had a co-founder while they were kids, basically. He was in his 40s. This guy was an actual businessman. Oh, wow. So 12 days into the job. Did you know Steve Jobs would take acid during business hours? (laughs) Get out of here. Those guys are so smart that they just drop information like that like it's nothing. Like me telling you what the temperature is outside. Sure. They know so much. I love them. Do you think his secret was acid? I believe that... It probably played in the idea that this guy is thinking in a way that nobody else possibly could in a way that would connect us all that acid was involved wouldn't shock me. 
And he's brilliant, but at the same time, his diet killed him. Like, who are we talking about right now? I mean, isn't that part of being brilliant? Sometimes you have huge gaping holes in your knowledge mm. and your kidneys, I guess. That's fair. So this guy, after recognizing like, yo, this guy's getting fried at work, 12 days into it, was bought out for $2,300. Ah! $2,300. <laughs> That's a bad beat story. Do you know, I mean, the worst beat. Sure. Uh, do you know what year this was? Or at least what decade? This was... I don't. That's okay. We I can, don't. We, so, can, we can review, but uh, what you're saying is he sold it for $2,300 and obviously he could 10, have sold it for billions. 10% of Apple. Oh my God, that's like $100 billion. That's like the, the core, oh I think. Oh my God. So close to $100 billion oh. today. Now, that's obviously like, oh, that's terrible. This guy, I'm sure he made money somewhere else, but that is not the point of this story. Okay. This is the contract that he signed, a piece of paper, the actual contract. He had it sitting around his house. He decided to auction it, okay? So he auctioned it. You know how much money he got for it? And forgive me, this is after he sold the steak. In the early 90s. He's ah. like, hey, I got this piece of paper. Maybe somebody would be interested in sure, it. Sure, okay. Auction it. You know how much he got for it? Uh, let's say a million dollars. $500, Tyler. Oh my God. Immediate, well, not immediately. It was later flipped for $1.6 million. How are you so bad at this? Ronald Wayne, <laughs> when it weighs it pours, Tyler. <laughs> I, that's a son of a bitch. Nah, I feel bad for him, it, it man. It sucks because this guy is famous for, you know, making bad business decisions. Sure. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and I just thought that that was a cute little antidote about somebody. It sucks. I think I said antidote. Antidote. Anecdote about somebody who, you know, probably. That hurts. I would like to do a some kind of follow up as a where are they now? What has happened to this man? He and Pete Best just uh you know jumped off a building together. Pete Best, for those of you who don't know, Beatles had a drummer that they kicked out right before they went uh huge before they became the Beatles. Literally like two weeks before they I. I this episode that I listened to, it's unluckiest stories. They also talked about Pete uh, Best, but it actually turned around for him because while the Beatles went through their crazy drug fueled. Why? What happened with them? Uh, just bad stuff. Are All kinds good? of bad stuff. Well, a couple of them are. <laughs> John, as long as John Lennon's good, I'm fine. <laughs> and uh, and he obviously uh, fell into a spiral of alcoholism, came out of it the other side with a loving family and a, and, and a wonderful life. Beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Happy for him. Yeah. Tyler, I would put that in my top five I wouldn't put that in my top five or anything. I, I, that was a total lie. I was just segueing to your top five. You were right I li- there. I'm not going to lie to the audience. You were right there. Don't give a shit about Pete Best. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jeez. Sorry. Sorry. I, I do. I do. I love him as a man. So is your saying fuck off Pete Best, Pete Best your, um, your segue into my Tyler's top five? Do not put those words in my mouth. I, I do feel that way, but I did not say that. I'm just kidding, Pete Best. I'm, I'm happy you're happy. Ryan, let's go into a Tyler's Top 5. Let's be, go. Uh, I'm assuming before we go to break. Sure. Now, Ryan, for Tyler's Top 5 this week, it is the worst Halloween candy of all time. Are you ready for this? I know two of these already. I, I won't I won't no, break no, into No, no, no. The... Please guess beforehand, and then we'll find out if you got them right. I, in my mind, yes. not only is it the number one in my book, I think it is just a fact. Black licorice has to be at the top of that list. Also, Candy corn, you get into Pete Best Pocket, get into a hot air balloon, and fly off into nowhere because nobody wants it. It's very well said. Go on, Tyler. Very Sorry well about said. that, Pete Best. I, I'll stop doing this. Number five, Ryan. <laughs> stop yelling at me. Yes, number five is... Five hops this time. The first one, 
is more of a PSA for your ASS. Okay, hit me. Apples, Ryan. I assume if you're giving out apples on Halloween, God left your life a long time ago. Sure. So please allow me to escort you away from madness and back into the light. No fruit on Halloween. PSA for your ASS. Thank you, Ryan. And obviously I'm talking about the edible kind. For now, the gays are still allowed. They love Halloween. And have you ever actually seen somebody give out an apple at Halloween? No, but it's It'll such cost you a, so much money. It's such a, it's a lot of work. It's such a common trip. Oh, is that a computer joke? No, uh, no, I'm being serious. Uh, you're making I'm, an apple. What do, you, what do you mean? I've never Are apples experience. I've I've never. I mean, more than a a Snickers bar the size of my thumbnail. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, number four, Ryan. Yo, four Tootsie Rolls. Ugh, Tootsie Rolls taste as if created by an alien species that was verbally told what chocolate tastes like and they did their best to recreate it. <laughs> the brown ones, the yellow ones, the red ones, get all of that it's shit out of here. Terrible. Leave me alone. Did you know that Tootsie Rolls were made in the 1800s? Oh, really? It's time to move on, people. Much like airplanes, they've never been refurbished. <laughs> like, let's get that cracking, man. Number three, Ryan. They did have that great song, though, in the 90s. Have a great... We'll drop it in. Number three, Ryan. Three. Smarties. Do you know what I say? Do you know what I mean when I say Smarties? I love them. Are you serious? The, the, the long cylindrical packaging of the chalk-like things? You, you can make your argument I, after I, this. I, I do like them, but nonetheless, go, this is your list. I get it. Candy is sugar. Sugar is candy. They are synonymous. But this candy is just lazy. It is plastic wrapped around 15 sugar pills. Love them. Unbelievably lazy, and they taste like shit. How do you <laughs> fuck up the taste of sugar? No, that's not true. You know what you do? You put them in your mouth. You don't chew them. You suck on them, and they slowly disintegrate like baby teeth. What? Uh, do I have a, a misunderstanding of how baby teeth work? They disintegrate? Just, just keep moving. Yeah, they do. You suck all the like moisture out of them that's holding the pieces of sugar together, and they just turn to dust in your mouth. Number two, Ryan. <laughs> Sorry. Something tells me you're going to be brought before a judge and having to explain that statement I that understand. you just made. I wish made. I hadn't said the baby teeth thing. <laughs> as you looked right into the camera as you did it. You're right. Sorry about that. Number Babies. two, Ryan. This is actually a two-way tie. Two hours later. Number two is a tie between candy corn, ding, 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 sure. and Twizzlers. Get the fuck out of my life. Twizzlers, you could bite off both sides and use it as a straw. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that. What the fuck are you, Twizzlers? You're licorice. You're red and tricking me into thinking you're some kind of straw. No, you're just here to ruin my drinks. Okay, how about this? How about this? Because I kind of like Twizzlers, too. Are you serious? I, I do like Twizzlers. No, I mean, not as much as Smarties, but and, I like them. And candy corn. No. I don't even have candy corn, uh, a witty thing written down. It's just three separate pieces of shit that's it's, been stuck together. It's like wax. It's like it's birthday candle terrible. wax. Terrible. Now, have you ever seen them replaced into, uh, into a cylinder to look like a piece of corn? No. That's actually how they got the name. If you put the tips together, it turns into a cob of corn. Dead serious. Not interesting enough for me to give them a pass. You'll see. Get out of my life, candy okay, corn. and the number one. And the number one. I am the chosen one. Black licorice. How about that? You nailed it. How about that? You nailed it. I hit the number two and the number one. You did. How about that? And no, just 
Just no. It's not okay. No. It's a it's a hate mm. crime at this no. point. No, I, I feel like if you're giving away black licorice on Halloween, you are letting the rest of the neighborhood know that they should attack you Absolutely. any chance they have. I think home invasions are at that point okay. I think the, the police will wave it off. And that, Ryan, is Tyler's top five. Great job, Tyler. We need to get to a break here. We've gone way too far. You know, as a matter of fact, Tyler, you know how I normally do a get-in? Right, where I force you into some form of transportation. We go to where a breaking story has happened and we discuss it. You mean how you kidnap me on a weekly basis and force me to talk about some negative thing that's happening in the world? And yes. I feel bad about sure, it. Sure. And so this week, very quickly, because we need to go to break. We're going mm. way too long. Mm. I want you to choose. Would you rather get on the bike or the pogo stick? <laughs> pogo stick. Pogo stick. Okay, we are going to be traveling out to... I don't know. We're going to pogo to California. I don't know because Kanye West, Tyler. Ah, yes. Anti-Semitic? Anti-Semite? Anti-Semite. Well, anti-Semitic <laughs> is true. the act of being an anti-Semite. Sure. Yes. Oh, he has been very verbal and active with his hate on Twitter. Now, here was the thing, and, and the thing that I find to be interesting about, you know what? We didn't make it on the pogo stick. Let's Now that we're halfway, let's jump on the bike. Now, the thing is, Tyler, is that with with Kanye, what I always wondered was, is this guy like Andy Kaufman? Is he in on the joke? Mm -hmm. Does he get it? This is the first time that I've ever been like, I don't I don't think that he is. No. I, obviously, because he's, you know, I mean, he's a, a, a bridge too far, Tyler. Now, did, did Andy Kaufman, because it was... <laughs> I mean, we're not even moving at this point. You're just ringing the bell. There's no point to this. I don't want it to be annoying. Get I just, me off this bike. I, Tyler, I'm trying to paint a, a, a sound tableau for the people. It's it's painting a picture. Your sound is getting in the way. You're right. You're right about that. Uh, yeah, and I, well, Andy Kaufman was before my time, and I know that he was always in character or whatever, but did he ever let it be known that he was in on the joke? Or, or let me rephrase that question. Did people know that he was in on the joke? That was the deal with Andy Kaufman. Same thing with... Norm McDonald, when he's up there on stage and he's bombing, is he doing it on purpose? Like, mm. this is so bad that it's funny. With Andy Kaufman, to my knowledge, I'm sure maybe there was family members or whatever, and I'm not an Andy Kaufman historian, mm -hmm. but I believe he never went out of character. He he challenged Jerry Lawler to wrestling and then hurt his neck and was suing him and blah, 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 and I believe all of that was fake. And Kanye, for the longest time, was so outrageous, did such crazy things against his own constituency, mm -hmm. and it only made him bigger and bigger. That's sure. the thing. By, by being batshit crazy, our public, our American public, our world public wants to talk about you. Now he has gone to hate. Now yeah. he has put on DEFCON 3 on Jewish people on Twitter. What does that even mean? Well, and this is... Uh, Trevor Noah's joke from The Daily Show where he's like, man, DEFCON 3 is such a weird place to go because it's one through five. So you're like telling somebody, I'm going to go DEFCON 3 on you and then I guess package the rest for later just sure. in case you want to open it up. Absolutely. And DEFCON is what? It's uh, the national security, uh, how strict we have to be with our national security. So DEFCON 1 is the lowest, means we're not at, under it's, threat. It's how much resistance we are putting up towards. Well, not just that. It's what is the how does the government act? So if we go to DEFCON 4, we're on the ver or DEFCON 5, we're on the verge of nuclear war, and there are steps to be taken to do that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nuclear yeah. war on Jewish people. A little too hot for my particular taste. And, and uh it's just crazy because it's so hard to extract, and we got to get out of this thing. It's so hard to extract. This is wrong, but also, has he ever been 
bigger. I, I, I obviously don't agree with his actions well, and people, what he's saying. People are turning on him now. Yeah. After, since he's gone full, because when he's crazy and people are talking about, is he bipolar? Does he have mental issues? Whatever, whatever. There's that conversation that's being had while also people cheering him on. I'm seeing a lot less of the cheering him on it's, thing now. It's becoming harder and harder. Yep. And not only did I find that bike sound and that pogo sound, I also found this. Are we riding a toy duck? I don't know what that is, but I just wanted to share with you. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So, what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, then you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys so wait a minute kim jong-il your boy so nobody's allowed to be <laughs> friends with kim il jong or whatever his name is it's kim jong-il yeah, like, I've, I've heard it both ways now i'm confusing myself yeah. but you called him my boy what the hell is well, you know what? I have a soft spot in my now. I do. I agree with everything that every one of my friends what they do. Of course not. You hate. I'm rooting for you. Room. Kim Il Jong. No, not don't say that. No, not what he's doing. He's doing all the bad things. I, I'm rooting for him to pull out of this tailspin. I'm hoping that he can learn from his mistakes. Is that so wrong? Now, now, do I condone his behavior? Weird Absolutely to, not. Weird place to place your flag. Those guys you hate. Red circle. Tyler, this is what the people come for. <laughs> now this, this right here, this is what the people come for. Mm -hmm. Tyler, let's just do it. So, Tyler, I'm browsing through the internet. Heard of it? I've been on it once or twice. Change the way that we live the world. One day, you're going to be able to say to your grandkids, I lived in a world that the, where the internet did not exist, mm -hmm. and they are going to be blown away and feel bad for you. 
Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Um, but in all fairness, we're destroying the planet, and that's going to be their problem to deal with. So there you go. checkmate, bitches. Tit for tat. Now get over here and take your spanking. Tyler, I'm going through the internet. I see an image, and something pops into my brain that I'm ashamed of. You know what it is? Hmm. I outlasted Zach Efron, Tyler. I outlasted Zach Efron. Is he is he not handsome anymore? Well, apparently, you have not seen Zach Efron recently. I have. We talked about this. Sure. I'm the one who talked about it with you. But I don't think he's ugly no, at the moment. No, I don't. His, but his face has changed a little bit, though. It has. And I'm this is I'm being mean here. And, yeah. and please forgive me. That's why I'm ashamed. Let's that's, be, that's why I'm ashamed. Let's be uh, delicate with this one. He apparently tripped and fell face into a granite countertop mm -hmm. and then he had to have surgery on it from yeah. what he says yeah yeah he yeah, says he was... tripped on a sock yeah I, man it, I, because my my doubts and my suspicions and my you know all of that come up we've and... been trained i'm so glad you said that because yeah. that's right where my mind was yeah i am trained to not believe people when they say stuff it's you think that everybody's hiding everybody has secrets what really happened? Who trips over a sock? If you're going to trip on a... Wait, wait, wait. wait. Well, I, I'm not wait, saying wait, this. Wait, this is what's going on in my mind. That I'm, trying, I'm trying to stop, Tyler. It's not a banana peel. It's, it's a sock. It's a common item found big, among the home. How big is this sock? <laughs> no, and, and what immediately pops into my mind is this person is being dishonest, and we don't know anything. We For know sure. nothing. For sure. And, and the shameful part is, I'm like, I outlasted Zach Efron. Uh, and I'm ashamed. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. What you should do with that, Tyler, is I already give see me... where the third shameful emission is going. <laughs> I already see it. Oh, do you? <laughs> I have a good, I have a bad, I have an interesting, and I want you to spring it on me. Shameful show this. Just, I'm ashamed. You say it with such gusto, though. This is what people come here for. They want this character that I've carved out, this rat bastard, to just uncaring. That's very clearly what they're here for, for the rat bastard side of us. Ryan! <laughs> allegory, Tyler. I don't, I don't know with you anymore. You scream satire. You scream allegory. Yeah. I don't know. All through hateful comments and jabs at celebrities. I didn't, I'm, I'm an ugly person on the inside. I told you. But you can fix that. Thank you. Ryan, let's jump right into our good... You are an idiot! <laughs> Ryan, there is a new fad seemingly every day. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, that's how fads work. Do any of them make a lasting impression on us? I will tell you this. The internet has taken fads and turned them up to the a millionth degree. Fads happen in such a fast rate now. Well, because they're worldwide and everybody's trying to outdo the uh, the other. And when you have, you know, 7 billion people trying to outdo each other, Good point. the people that reach it to the top are the crazy ones. You're right. And, and you said what fads? Have they lost a lasting impression on us? Any Cer of them? Certain ones have. Like, let's say uh, at one point, blue jeans was a fad. Blue jeans was a fad. Sure. When was this? I would imagine the invention of blue jeans. <laughs> Right? At one, at one point, they're like, look at these. I, I'm guessing here. No, look at these people wearing these ridiculous pants. Are there? <laughs> It'll never catch on. <laughs> Weird example. You go put your dungarees <laughs> back on. Can you? Okay. Can you think of any internet fads that have made a lasting impression on planking. you? Dude, somebody reminded me of planking, and I'm like, I cannot believe that was a thing. T-bowing. What is that? Uh, where it's a pose that Tebow famously did. I believe it's like on one knee and a ah, proud pose. Gotcha. Like anything that ends ning. Well, do they ever change the world for a better? For the better? What about that ice bucket challenge thing? 
ding, 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 right? Where everybody got, you know, buckets dropped on their heads because water's heavy. Just about to write down, please, Ryan, tell the people out there what the ice bucket challenge was. Man, I don't particularly know. It, it was to raise awareness for ALCS. ALS. Oh, I'm talking about the baseball championship. Please forgive me. <laughs> it's all right. ALS. ALS. Yes. Um, and it, it, it went around in meme culture where people were pouring buckets of ice water on their head to what? I correct, don't know. correct. I don't know. It was a challenge where you would challenge your friend or whomever uh, to donate money to the ALS Association for ALS Research. You would then dump the ice water on your head. It was, that part was pretty much for internet clout. Okay. But it got everybody involved to do it. And so much money was raised because of this. So that's a good thing. It's a very good thing. Remember, we're oh, on our good. good. This, we're on Tyler, our good. Like I said, I'm primed for evil. <laughs> I always expect bad. We're in the good. So you are safe right now, my friend. For those who may not know, ALS is a neurodegenerative disorder that basically paralyzes your body slowly over time. We all have motor neurons that reach from the brain to the spinal cord and then the spinal cord to the rest of the muscles throughout our body. They govern voluntary movement and muscle control. ALS causes these motor neurons to degenerate over time until they eventually die. Your ability to walk, to speak, and eventually your ability to breathe is stolen from you. All while your mind is completely active. Completely active. Your body becomes a prison. And you're just waiting until you suffocate to death. Less good. This is less good. That is less good. Yeah. But with the ALS, the ALS Association has said that $2.2 million of those funds that were raised from the Ice Bucket Challenge has gone into making a new drug that was just approved by the FDA. And while this new drug doesn't cure the disease, it slows down the effects. It gives people with ALS more time here wow. on Earth. Beautiful, yep. beautiful. Because that is, I mean, that's like being buried alive in your regular life. It is that same idea of I'm in here and I can't get out. That's awful, man. Super scary. I, I'm happy to hear that they're, you know, moving in the right direction. For sure. It's got to be one of the scariest things imaginable. Now, it is to me. Would this be another one of those things? And again, I'm always seeing shadows around every corner. Would it be advantageous for them to cure something like this? I don't know. I would say yes, simply because of As how- As humans, the answer is yes. Yeah. I'm talking about businesses. Well, I'm, I don't think the profit would necessarily be there because of how rare it is, but at the same time, you would be the person or the corporation that cured AL mother FNS. So I'm not really sure. Is that the scientific version, AL motherfucking S? <laughs> we, we usually only uh, share that scientist the scientist, but I'm letting you layman's uh, okay, in on the, okay. on the nomenclature. Guys, don't tell your parents. <laughs> this stays between us. And just to top this off, more than $115 million was raised from the Ice Bucket Challenge. That's incredible. Donated to the ALS Association, and it is currently right now funding 130 research projects in 12 different countries as well as 40 potential treatments that are in development. Something good came from the internet, I believe, is the headline here. Exactly. Good on you, internet. Now for our bad ride. We're not even close to even, by the way. <laughs> Ryan, you have said many times, because of technology, the serial killer of days of yore can no longer operate as he once did. Sure. It is now time for... Too Detectable. The spree killer. The spree killer. Yes. That's right. Well, I am here to prove you wrong. Okay. What you got? A 22-year-old black woman who is only known as TJ in court documents escaped hell itself when her captor left on an errand. 
still wearing the padlocked metal collar around her neck. Wow. She escaped the basement she was being held in and ran to a neighbor's house who immediately called the cops. She told them that two of her friends that were kidnapped with her never made it out. Wow. And and where was this? Do you know? In Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. You say Missouri, huh? Uh, I don't normally, but it's fun to say. Okay. <laughs> I usually say Missouri. 39-year-old Timothy M. Hazlitt, who lives just outside of Kansas City, has been arrested and pled not guilty to charges of rape, kidnap, and assault. Oh, and that errand he was running when she was able to escape? Another person. He was taking his child to school. Yeah. He was doing all of this in the basement while he had kids in his fucking house. That's the scariest thing um, where you think of these monsters as being able to live amongst you. Like it could be your next door neighbor. It could be the host of your favorite podcast. I mean, it's who who knows? Oh, it's definitely the host of your favorite it's, podcast. It's like, you know, that woman, uh, the girl in the box where they kept this woman for years in a box, a, a, a couple under their bed, yep. had kids who lived in the house. You know what I mean? It's pretty crazy that you can balance those two things I, I, and I would never want to know this on a on a personal point but how can you do that how can you regulate how can you balance these two totally different things raising a family and torturing a, a defenseless woman I would imagine from my history uh compartmentalizing I think where Oof. you where you really do have two different people maybe not you know personality disorder sure. but just you turn on and off yeah, like okay yeah, I'm yeah. now in you know Dr. Jekyll and I'm now Mr. Hyde. Well, I'll say this. I've definitely done a version of that when I cheated in the past and I would rationalize it to myself. Sure. But to do this on this kind of level speaks to a, cert a certain level of psychopathy that I cannot fathom. Well, and that's the idea. You're cheating, but you're also the, the you know, the perfect family man at one point. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, you're yeah. living these two different worlds and you almost keep it secret from yourself. <sighs> well, give it a shot, everybody. Give what a shot? <laughs> Just live out your dreams, Tyler. Isn't this a motivational podcast? Don't let anything hold you back, <laughs> especially the police. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the, uh, nobody knows what that no, is. No, no, nothing. And this is all too common throughout history, Ryan. Victims who are known as the less dead. Community leaders warn the police department that someone matching Timothy Hazlitt had been abducting people from this location yeah. that these women were taken in. Yeah. They released an official statement where they dis dismissed the concerns and said they were, and I quote, completely unfounded. It can't be completely unfounded if there's a thumb on the floor right there. We all see that thumb. Do we not see that thumb? <laughs> Hold on. Officer Jennings is brushing it aside. Don't worry about it. Just kick it under the refrigerator like ice. Oh, and as a side note, the DOJ, the Department of Justice, uh, is currently investigating the same police department which started a month ago for racism against its own black officers. Wow. So this is just a department of just wonderful people. And I'm sure that's the only place where it's happening. And everybody's in love with this Dahmer uh, thing going on right now on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. Have you seen it? I have not. I haven't seen it either. But there is a famous story of Dahmer where one of these young, hairless, torsoed Filipino boys escapes from his flat and goes running with a bloody anus and the cops find him. And because he's a gay, you know, person from not around here, they brought him back to Dahmer's house. This white man's like, sorry, well, we're just getting a little crazy. And they're like, they put him back in the dog cage and they left. <laughs> is this okay for you, sir? <laughs> is he all right in here? One locker, two. <laughs> No, and, and that's, I mean, that just kind of goes to the history of... The Green River Killer. No bigger body count of any serial killer. Not that intelligent. Yeah. Only able to operate because of who he was killing. Black 
prostitutes. Forrest Gump-like intelligence, and he was smart enough to know where to go where nobody would put in the resources to find those people. Well, after the story came out, you're going to like this little topper. Should we say, as a show, we don't agree with that. I mean, we're just laying it all out there. We think that those people should be just as dead as the rest of us. Oh, 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 they should be more dead, if anything. Forget less dead, more <laughs> dead. Let's make it more dead. Tyler, I think you missed your exit. <laughs> and for those who don't know, the less dead are considered people of uh, minorities and prostitutes where the cops and people of authority- Homeless people. Homeless people, they just don't want to follow up on these things. They can't have, find the time. I'm sure there are many who think that we're better off without them. Well, fuck you, people who think that. Yep. After the story came out that there was indeed a serial killer taking women, the police department decided it would be a good idea to double down and defend their response, saying in a statement, we do still maintain that there is no indication that what you guys reported was accurate. <laughs> wow. And there was no indication that there was anything that supported that claim. But more like the Department of Defense. <laughs> am I right, brother? That's pretty good. How about that? I would high five you right now if I could. <laughs> And finally, Ryan, our interesting ultra game. I like that. The White House is pushing ahead uh, with research, five-year research plan on how to cool the earth by blocking sunlight. Okay, that's a lot want, to unpack. Do you want a new ice age? Because that's how you get a new ice age. Here's what I'm picturing. Is this the Simpsons movie? What am I thinking of? <laughs> oh, a big giant robot arm that's like bringing like a plate over. They, I'm thinking of something. Well, that was Futurama where they put a giant dish in Maybe space. Maybe that's what it is. And then an asteroid, a little tiny rock came and knocked it over. And it actually <laughs> reflected the sunlight and started burning cities. That is exactly what I'm <laughs> In the Simpsons movie, they put a big bubble over the Simpsons. It was a dome over sure, the city. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Dome! <laughs> The White House, sure. Uh, the White the White House Office of Science and Technology Policy is coordinating this five year research plan to study different ways of modifying the amount of sunlight that reaches the Earth in t in order to temporarily temper the effects of global warming. The main one that they're looking at is stratospheric aerosol injection which involves spraying an aerosol-like sulfur dioxide. So wait a minute, All, what you've been telling us for years is the opposite? I haven't been using hairspray to help you out? Everybody go out on your street, just start spraying aerosol. I hate gel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, uh, they're thinking of a stratospheric aerosol injection, which involves spraying aerosol-like sulfur dioxide into the stratosphere. And because it has the potential to affect the entire globe, it gets the most attention. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Jeez, I, I guess. So So we are taking global warming seriously now. Like, is it agreed upon, unlike evolution? Like, where are we at? No, it's still divided. But really what's happening now is you have one side saying this isn't a thing. It's not happening <laughs> as the planet is Look on at my eyes. As the planet is on fire. Yeah. And then the other side is now basically saying, look, this shit has gotten so bad, we need to take drastic steps. Sure. So now we're just, you know, like everything else, between two extremes. Let's roll those dice, man. Let's just do this thing. And that was pretty much the the uh, plot of Snowpiercer, where they did this thing where they, they put aerosol injections into the atmosphere and it blocked out so much sunlight that we got a new ice age. Can't we learn anything from Futurama? <laughs> Does the history have to repeat itself? How many dystopian movies do you have to watch before have you, you take a hit? The Simpsons! <laughs> I've seen it. And that, Ryan, is GVI. Nice, buddy. I enjoyed it. Please, but please don't freeze us all to death, please. Well, oh, Tyler, do you want to freeze to death? Do you want to burn to death? Pick a, pick a choice. Oh, 
they both sound so terrible. Pick a side, Tyler. Jeez. All right, I have two quick little ones. I have a another quick little cool history for you. Pompeii, Tyler. Heard of it? Of course. It's a city that got smothered by Mount Vesuvius when it erupted and covered it in uh, many, many layers of ash. And, and preserved. Have you ever seen any of those human bodies that were preserved? I have. Uh, there's that really famous one. I actually think you and I talked about it, about the guy who, unfortunately for him, got caught in a jerking off-like position. The masturbator. And has been known throughout time as the masturbator. That's so unfair. Who has that not <laughs> happened to? Let's just be honest. Uh, actually, I saw some speculation that... It wasn't really what he was doing. That that the body twisted into that because of the extreme heat. I that is bullshit science. <laughs> I refuse to believe I, it. I refuse. <laughs> I am a masturbator denier. <laughs> so, what you did not know about the lost city of Pompeii? Not only were the bodies left and, and kept over and preserved for all of that time, so was their art, Tyler. So as they broke into different. Uh, palaces and different places mm. they were finding art. Some of this art came back incredibly perfect and what I have sent to you is a couple of examples of that. And what you're describing makes me think of like a, a tomb that they find in Egypt sure. of these pharaohs and they have all these different items that are so perfect. That's preserved. a couple of things that we have toot in common, Tyler. Now, if you will go ahead and look at those pictures, let's go through them together. Don't say anything yet. Normally I have you explain, but I want to go through these in a particular way. All right. Do you see the enormous erect penises that are hanging from the walls? Oh, from the wall. I was going to say you have to be more specific. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Pompeii was a hyper-sexualized society, mm -hmm. and it was ensconced in ash, like you said. And you would think of ancient Rome as being this God-fearing, uh, very morally tight-knit. No, you're right. You're shaking your head no, mm -hmm. and you're right, Tyler. Mm -hmm. These perverts had wards, bro. They were fucking little boys, and it was culturally accepted. Wow. We can review again, because I need to hear that story again. Okay, do you see the terracotta figures in the painting that are both representing the god of fertility, Tyler? The little statues in the painting. The, the three little statues. The three little statues. That is the god of fertility. What's his name? I do not know. Priapus. That's just too perfect. I would assume that's where they get priapism <laughs> oh, from. I was doing it the opposite way. Would you tell the, the audience what a priapism is? Oh, it's one of God's many great gifts <laughs> to humans. No, a priapism is uh, after somebody dies, they uh, get an erection. It's a dead man's erection. I think you can get a priapism while you're still alive. I think it's when it, oh. an unwanted, unrelenting uh, boner, Tyler. Oh, I thought it was after you had died and you got one. Uh, well, we can review. Yeah. Man. And finally, Tyler. But, but wait, wait. Before we move on, these three little figures, the penises are bigger than the people themselves. Do you remember those old t-shirt company, Enormous Johnson? <laughs> no. That, that was the thing that was going on <laughs> no. in my childhood. <laughs> we can review again. It was so, what a wild time to grow up in the 90s. Uh, what a rich week in review this will be. And finally, Tyler, do you see that statue? What? what tell me about that statue. Well, that there's a painting at. here, another guy. Looks like a Greek god with a giant penis, but we move on to the that's, statue, that's, right? That's Priapus. Oh, is that Priapus? Sure. Oh, excuse me. Okay, then we move on to the final statue, which is a half goat, half man, uh, I believe they're called satyrs, 
fucking a goat. Not not another half lady, half goat. I mean, just a straight up goat. It's a she goat. It's worth noting, but there is a marble penis. It, it's actually a very well done statue as far as lines and all of those things sure. go. But it is sure. also a person having sex with a goat. Yeah, yeah, and you could see the penis entering the goat. Sure, I mean it's a you know it's a depiction through marble. You... I get hypersexualized culture, but bestiality? What are you guys doing over there? Wow, I didn't realize you were such a puritanical uh, American pilgrim over there. No Tyler. wonder the volcano killed you all. <laughs> I love that buckle on your hat. <laughs> and that is uh, whatever that is. I mean, something gross. Yep, yep. History or whatever. And finally, Tyler, I, I, let's get out of here because, again, I'm stealing music. That story that I gave you right there is just another stuff you should know from when they talked about Pompeii. I just thought it was interesting. Sorry, I, stuff you should know. I looked it up. We're doing their show worse. And finally, Tyler... ILS and River Phoenix, Tyler. That's it. That's the joke. That was the whole buildup. You made me feel shitty about the Zac Efron thing. Didn't feel great about Leo. River Phoenix is dead. Is this the kind of show that you want to do, Tyler? A hate-filled, hateful show, Tyler. It's a terrible show. That's it. I have never seen somebody Died go, in the gutter. go into, we got it, seen somebody go into projection that quickly before, it ever. Was a, it was aggressive projection. It was very aggressive it projection. It hurt my chest. I, I didn't even want to do that joke. You had, absolutely wanted to do it. I outlasted River Phoenix. <laughs> I think most of us did, Ryan. You're a bastard. Tyler. Um, that doesn't mean anything. It's like me saying I outlasted Nixon. Yeah, so what? It was a handsome joke, but he died. It's it, it's not a great joke. It's not a great joke. I gotta tell you. I'll admit it. Not that handsome. Me? No, no, River Phoenix. Really? I did not find to be that handsome. I thought he was known for his handsomeness. I'm just saying my own personal taste. Okay. Not, not about it. Oh, you're pretty rude. Tyler, great job this week, even though it was a little bit more uh, mean to people than I particularly mm. enjoy. Sorry about that, people. Tyler, great job this week. Please tell them how they can get in touch with us, man. Go to thoseguysyouhate.com, click on the on the links. They're all right there on the front page. Uh, we need your support, everybody. Thank you so much. And uh, I really enjoyed myself this week, Tyler. Great job. It was a good time. What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is, ladies and gentlemen, it is totally fine to be sexual and you want to be, have a sexual air, a sexual personality, that is your God-given right and there is nothing, nothing wrong with that. Just stay away from the bestiality, guys. No more marble statues of dudes fucking goats. We don't need it. I, I You're putting me in a bad position here, but <laughs> but you don't think there's a... How? Hold on. <laughs> You'll hear how. You don't think there's a single way to have sex with an animal where they would enjoy it? No! <laughs> no! I, don't, I don't think I don't. I'm. I'm just. I'm hitting the ball back, Tyler. <laughs> I didn't even throw it. Where'd you get this ball? I have a whole bucket full. <laughs> so there's no chance that I could ever pleasure an animal, Tyler. Is that what you're Ryan, saying? Please stop. <laughs> no. Please stop it. The answer is no, and will always be no. Animals cannot give consent. No. I'm just saying, man. Right. What's the moral of the story? Uh, I'm not ready. Hold on. <laughs> Fuck animals. <laughs> not bad. Here's my moral of the story, Tyler, is you and I have been talking for such a very long time about Kanye West. Hey, are we 
Um, monetizing somebody's psychological downfall. Are we part of the problem where we're propping this person up and they're telling us that they're Jesus and that they are the second coming and don't call me Kanye anymore. It's just, yay. I like Kanye. I just want to keep calling you Kanye. And and we are propping this person up who is very obviously going down a dark path. Yeah. And it makes me wonder who else is out there like that? Who else are we pushing? Jose Canseco. Who else have we pushed to the brink of madness just for our awareness, just for our attention? Britney Spears. Do you remember what we did to her? That whole thing that she went through? She basically lost her mind and the public was just pushing her and pushing her. Sure. She she shaved her head. She did all that crazy stuff. Yeah. Beat up the paparazzi's car. I mean, when you look at these people who have been put under a microscope, it's just not healthy. It's not no. what we're built for. You talked about the Beatles earlier in the show. So I, I guess it's we may be too far into the brink, but if we could be more decisive with where we're putting our money, our attention, and our adoration, I think we could probably shape society a little bit better. Mm. Well said. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. And red circle. <laughs> do you hate me or something? Do you I, hate? Do you hate me? I don't. I I just my way of being intimate with people is to be annoying. That's not intimate. It's true. That's you. That's what you think you're doing. It is not intimate. Hey, do you mind if I do this out by the pool today? Is that cool? Ryan's doing a new <laughs> backdrop on his. <laughs> That's pretty badass, right? It, I mean, is it? I mean, this is the wave of the future. Look at me. Look I mean, your, me. your head is kind of yeah, what's uh, going on with that? shrouded in, in <laughs> mystery. In mystery. Tyler, you know what the problem is with this show, Tyler? <laughs> How long you got? It's just that we get so caught up in little kind of details of our own lives. And I wonder if sometimes we lose people. You know what I mean? I don't. What do you mean? Just it's just these hyper little details of what's going on in our life. And, and hopefully we can transfer it over to other people's lives. But very often we talk about just little tiny things going on in our lives. It's a little self-involved. Have you noticed that the entire show is predicated on us being self-involved? So let's continue that, Tyler. Yeah, you're My welcome. Phone is being phased out as we speak. My phone, the reclamation project has begun. They're taking it back. Tyler. Yeah, they're bringing it back. Yeah. Same thing happened with my computer. The second I bought a new computer, I noticed my old one, the battery died almost instantly. I can't, it can't do anything anymore. It's not you, good. You think they're communicating with one another? They're no, like, no, I, I think, well, they do communicate with each other. This, Let's be honest this here. This town ain't big enough for CPU of us. I'm just saying, they don't want you giving your computer to somebody else. They want you buying a new one. So can they actually regulate that? Do they know? I have no idea. Uh, you're scaring me. I have town. no idea. Now, here very is possible. the deal. Do you actually believe in that? Or let me phrase it this way. Has that been proven that Apple breaks? They had to pay money, didn't they, for uh, for shutting down their, like making them particularly more slow. Yeah. And as things go on, make them less possible to 
be useful. Yeah, and it would require a week in review because I don't remember the details, but I do know that they were fined a certain amount of money because if you had an old enough generation phone, they would literally slow it down, sure. I think, to like make room for like the newer models. Oh, I thought it was just so you would have to go out and buy a new phone that, every year. That's probably it, actually. Planned? Obsolescence, Tyler. Yeah. Wave of the future. <laughs> no, it's been here for a while. Capitalism. It's been ain't here that for a, while. a bitch, Tyler. <laughs> but what they've started doing, they've hit me right in my, you know, metaphorical hee-haw, Tyler. Okay. Where what they've done is they've started mess. It's so it's so insidious. It's so tiny. They started messing with my microphone function. Mm. So I don't like to text. I like to talk into my phone. I'm one of those assholes. Sure. As if you're speaking to an assistant and it's jotting right. everything down for you. And I am very particular with using <laughs> punctuation. <laughs> I am too. Hi, period. I'm on my way over, period. How are you, question mark? Do you have every, anybody ever comment on your punctuation? Like, bro, why are you using so many commas? Because that's how it's written, asshole. Just everybody. <laughs> and I shake my head at them. I, sure. I Because it just makes it easier to read. I understand I'm a pretentious cock. But, name of the show? But... <laughs> strutting his stuff you when you read it that's what it's there for it helps you nonetheless i agree you're doing it the correct way how is it pompous just writing out the english language the way it is supposed well, to be written you know what it's I'm, ridiculous i'm now delving into a back in my day but it is the dumbization of our society sure where it's like look at this asshole wanting to do stuff the way that it was and he learned about it now he's using it in the appropriate way that's let's true. get him <laughs> <laughs> Hang them. Yeah. Mo, get your torches. There is something to be said about that, where even the language itself is evolving so quickly, more than it ever has before, simply because of these little abbreviations we use on a, I was going to say daily basis, on a constant basis. Uh, I mean, if you use, you know, proper punctuation, it's basically like you're writing a letter with one of those, you know, bird, a, quill? a bird feather pen <laughs> yeah. by candlelight. You're like, look at this ass. So anyway. Um, dip, dip, dip into my ink of... Damn it. No, 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 come on. Come on. We're dip, dip, dip into my ink bottle. It was a terrible joke. <laughs> it's a terrible joke. Why did you make me do that? Quote the Ryan, never more, Tyler. <laughs> never more shall you make a joke on this show. This is a good sign for what's to oh, come. Oh, my goodness. I can do this by myself. <laughs> but so what they're doing is the microphone function is still working, but instead of me going, like when I text my son, I go, hey, buddy, what comes onto the screen is, oh, Hey, buddy. Oh, wow. It's added one little word. Like, I bumped into him at the grocery store. Like, oh, hey, buddy. Like, and, and it, it makes me look like a loon. I have to go in there and fix it because I don't want to start every conversation with, oh, the doctor called today. It's like, what? What? Or did I surprise you? Uh, maybe it's, maybe Fuck it's you, a, Steve Jobs. It's Fuck you, man. Hey, you got his name right this time. I am going and, to. Oh, I, and he's dead. I've got a nice little story about, I'm doing cool history again this week. I have an awesome Steve, related to Steve Jobs story. I didn't know you were related to Steve Jobs. Yep. Wow, that's Steve really impressive. Trabajo. I'm his Mexican cousin. Yeah, they really started a trend. Uh, I planned, as I said, planned obsolescence has been around for a very long time, but man, oh man, does it seem like Apple has reached the mountaintop of it. Like they have got it down to such a science. In terms of what? Planned obsolescence. Oh yeah. I mean, it's they're setting the model for our next generations. You know what I mean? I'm sorry. I just ate a giant croissant chicken salad sandwich with crunchy little onion thingies, and I, I it's it's repeating on me, Tyler. What do you want me to do? I'm just a human being. Mm-hmm. Tyler, do you have you ever seen a movie where there's like a city that's run by elves? Let's just say, like uh, I just went to Universal Studios, and my son was a Harry Potter guy. We went on one of those one of those rides, mm-hmm. and we went in Gringotts Bank. 
Sure. You're familiar with it? Yeah, those are Back goblins. Me up. You're the nerd, bro. Those are Help goblins. Those are goblins. You're making yourself look like a fool. <laughs> God damn it. I think I said that at work last night. I sound like an asshole. No, but but here's the thing. Uh, it could be goblins. It could be elves. It could be orcs. It could be anything. Like, mm. it's a city that's totally run by dwarves, okay? Do you know what I'm talking about? Sure. Yeah, why not? That's how I feel like when I'm in Miami. It's like I'm walking around, and there's businesses and all all of these different, like it's a real life, a real world being run completely by Spanish people. I'm like, this is so fucking cute. They're 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 firemen. They they're they're business owners. They got their whole, whole little world down here. It's crazy to be a part of it. What do you think about that? They're doing it all themselves, Tyler. I I I don't know how to respond. What you're saying is is that Hispanic people have created a community for themselves. How am I supposed to respond to that? You're acting and as if they're doing they, a great job. You're acting as if they themselves are mythical creatures, it's, and you've just discovered a long lost tribe of of elves. It's just like real society. It's nuts, man. It's crazy down here. In my I life. don't know what you're doing, but I don't like it. <laughs> I'm Spanish. I don't like it. I'm Spanish. He's I'm good, Cuban. Right? He's not Spanish. Our grandparents' parents are from Spain. If you're about to use the argument that you are one-tenth Spanish, I will lose my mind. Tyler. Conquistadors. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm That's just like our you. mother always telling us that we were 132nd Cherokee or some bullshit That's why like the mosquitoes that. don't bite us. <laughs> such horseshit. Oh, what? That's, That's such horseshit. Uh, 23andMe, stay out of my life. Seriously, she found out very quickly after doing 23andMe that she is a white. We have not spoken to her since. <laughs> How could you lie to me like this? She moved back to her, you know, her homeland of Norway. <laughs> and finally, Tyler, I'm I'm putting this moral obligation on you, okay? Oof, I, off to a rough start. Again, hyper-local, about us. But I think anybody could expound on this, could, could put it into their lives. I hope so. I started taking creatine again, Tyler. Creatine, oh. you familiar with it? Sure. It's a muscle mass, a lot of water weight. It helps sure. you hold on to uh, size. There's different types of it, but sure. nonetheless, what you're saying is right. It's been working incredibly well. Mm -hmm. I feel great in the gym. I've, I've seen an immediate improvement. One of the guys at work told me it gave him kidney stones oh yeah i could see that for sure it's the same thing with drink, drinking too much soda i think if you intake too much of that your kidneys can't process okay. it enough and it builds up in there now here's the thing i looked it up it can give you kidney stones mm -hmm. or it might not uh yeah so what do you do do you stop taking it i love i've really enjoyed it do you stop taking it and roll those um, not metaphorical dice, actual dice. I think what he said came out of his pee hole was the size of a die. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my like God. Like an everlasting gobstopper from hell. Give me a candiru fish before you give me that, even though they're not real. I think that's how you get them out. <laughs> get in there, little get guy. <laughs> Go get it for me. Would you wear this little camera helmet? <laughs> I know I'm asking a lot. Yeah, the um, oh boy, yeah, and our I'm gonna go with it, Tyler. I'm gonna keep going. Our cousin Holly had them uh, a long, long time ago, and I Penis? remember her maybe her explaining uh, how painful it was. It was like it's like uh, urinating up a shard of glass. Ah. Yeah, she, they say it's terrible. I see what you're doing with your arms there. And I'm trying I, to protect yeah. my nether regions. Trying to protect your pee pee, and I don't think you're gonna be able to do it. Yeah, I I would ask him how much water was he drinking, which is very important. He said not enough. Oh wow. Yeah. That's a, that's a big red flag right there. And I drink a lot of, no, he said he thought he was, but then he wasn't. And I mm. drink a lot of water. We drink a lot of water in this house. Is it enough? I don't know. I want to protect my pee hole. <laughs> Roll those dice, but those are actually kidney stones. Oh my Lord. My question to you is, is your justification for continuing to do it is the fact that while they could give you kidney stones, they yep. also might not. Could not, Tyler. <laughs> Have you considered maybe it won't?
You know what? I hadn't thought of that. In a, in a lifetime of putting crazy stuff in my body for vanity, uh -huh. I don't feel like this is the worst one. Also, weird argument. Remember, Relatively, you've put worse stuff in your body. Sure. So what? I remember that time we drank baby's blood. It didn't affect anything, but I, I regretted it. It made me more youthful. Absolutely. <laughs> you look like a young Hillary Clinton. <laughs> All right. Let's take let's let's go. This is ridiculous.